You know, I think that mindset might be the most underdeveloped area of your leadership tool belt for sure. It's hard to measure. I think that's why it's often underdeveloped, right? Tough conversations. You can prepare for those. You can read books, you know, that kind of thing. You can measure how the conversation went. Unit plans, professional learning committees. Again, there's all sorts of professional development resources. And then we know what the deliverables are in terms of those PLC minutes, you know, the formative assessments that are common in design. So you guys get this. You can measure that stuff. Attendance and student achievement. That is like the foundation, right? We measure that all the time in school. And so that's why mindset often goes untouched, right? How do you measure mindset growth and effectiveness? You know, I think one of the problems with this, though, is that do you understand, right? Mindset's the operating system that everything else is tied to. (laughs) So when it comes to your leadership, everything that's guiding what's happening behind the scenes, that's your mindset. That is your operating system. So listen, I don't have it all together. I make mistakes all the time. I made one just even two weeks ago, mindset wise. Uh, I was flying from New York to California to go support a, a school leader that I coach and mentor. I spent two or three days with him and it was awesome being on campus and all that kind of stuff. So flying from New York, I land in uh, California and it's, it's later, right? 10 p.m., 11 p.m. or whatever. And what's funny, like, First of all, uh, all the rental companies, nobody has a line except my company, right? And I guess I won't even uh, reveal who that was. It doesn't really matter. So that's okay. And what's funny about all of this is right after the uh, week that I spend with the principal, I'm going to a seven-day meditation and mindset, right? It was called a concentration and insight, a seven-day silent retreat. So I'm like trying to really work on this stuff and I blow it right before the retreat. Now in the line, I'm cool. I'm good. Nothing's bothering me. The fact that I have to wait, right? It's okay. That happens in life. And then uh, I get served at the counter and get a great car and super happy about that. Everything's still okay. Don't worry. I'm about to blow it. I go outside. I go to get my car. There's somebody in my car, (laughs) right? I don't own it. It's my rental. But I'm like, dude, and uh, I said, you know, I have, I have this car. It was assigned to me and the guy just drives away. So with some rental companies, you could kind of pick a car. He didn't even stick around to say if, if that was the one assigned to him or if he like upgraded or just chose a different car. It doesn't matter. The car that I was assigned is now gone. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. There's plenty of cars around. I just need a new car. But I don't want to wait in line. There's still a huge line. No other line with everybody else. Go back in. And I decide I'm not going to wait in line. I'm going to, I'm going to cut. I'm going to go straight to the customer service folks and explain, Hey, my car's gone. I need a new car. So there's somebody waiting. I walk up. The person, you know, leaves because they've been assigned a car and I step in and I say, you know, excuse me. And the guy just kind of looks at me and is basically ignoring me. Right. So at this point, I, I hand like this my paperwork. Right. And he's still totally ignoring. So I drop it. And still, the guy totally ignores me. And I said, sir, my car is gone. Can you help me? And he gives me back my papers and says, you have to go back to the end of the line. I am mad. I am super upset at this point. And no, I'm not going back to the end of the line because I've already been assigned. I've already waited. And they've made an error. I feel like it's an error they should fix. 
So grab my paperwork. I slide over one more person. And this is the lady who originally helped me. And I said, ma'am, remember? And I said, the car you assigned me, it's gone. What can we do? And she said, no, no problem, Mr. Bauer. I'm going to fix this. And she fixes it. She was lovely. It's wonderful. Here's where I mess things up. So she gives me the thing. And as I'm walking out, I look in that dude's face. And again, remember, seven-day mindfulness, silent retreat coming up in just a few days. And I said, thanks for all your help, right? And the guy says, you shouldn't have thrown the paper at me or I would have helped you. And I was just, ah, I could feel the anger. It was boiling up. I didn't say anything else, right? And you may not even think that this is such a big deal. But again, uh, I disappointed myself in that moment. What I realized, I could have handled the whole situation better. Uh, Maybe I could have expressed even more before handing the paper and dropping it. I never threw it. But like, hey, I've been assigned a car. The car's been taken, all this kind of stuff. And I certainly didn't need to say anything to the guy on my way out, right? These are all things that I probably knew and I could see, but I chose to go with it anyways, right? We make mistakes. Um, So that's the story. And I wanted to share that to be vulnerable because we don't always do the right thing. Now, for the rest of this video and quickly, I just want to share five ways you can improve your mindset, right? And these are uh, all things that are available and affordable and doable. Anybody can implement these ideas. So if you want to improve your leadership mindset, here we go. Starting with number one, number one is just working on your emotional intelligence, Uh, especially your self-awareness. And that's just the inner journey, right? Looking within. And the best book that I've read about it is called Emotional Intelligence 2.0. I've talked a ton about this book. Long story short, uh, it has an assessment where you can get your baseline on all four domains of emotional intelligence. And then it gives you 15 practical activities for each of the four domains that you can practice to strengthen your weakest area. I saw my emotional intelligence uh, increase by like six to 10 points per area by doing the practices. So highly, highly recommend that book. And that was all I need to say about number one way to improve your mindset. Number two is read more books that encourage and challenge you, right? So they don't all have to be about mindset, emotional intelligence, but just books that are going to, you know, really inspire you to be the best version of yourself. And that's all I have to say about number two. Um, Actually, one more thing. Uh, In the mastermind, you know, we read different books on leadership all the time, right? And over seven years, every book has been like a huge winner, except two. So I have a pretty great track record with choosing books uh, for the team. So anyways, um, and I post those like you should join the mastermind, but I do post what we're reading every single year and you can pick up those books uh, as well. All right. So now moving on to number three, number three would just be meditate more, right? If you want to grow your mindset, meditate more. Like I said, I just did this seven day silent retreat. I can't distill all the insights. I'm still reflecting on all the insights from this experience. But I will say that, you know, I've learned um, two things that I could share quickly with you here. One, our thoughts are not permanent, right? What you do, especially for seven days from 6.30 in the morning till nine at night, you realize thoughts just appear and disappear. And you really don't have a lot of control over that. And you learn to sit and observe what's going on, right? So I could have observed all that stuff going on with a car rental place and just noted instead of reacting, right? And that'll be a deeper teaching at a later time. And then the other thing with meditation is you, you catch, right, these not only thoughts, but the scripts that we hear. 
The dark side of those can be your inner critic, right? Sometimes called the imposter. You know, Stephen Pressfield calls it the resistance, but we all have that. Nobody can say anything to me worse than I say to myself already in my mind. And so through more meditation training and just realizing that, you catch the inner critic and you stop it, right? If you want to grow your mindset, don't allow yourself to beat yourself up. There's no fruit from that, right? It's not good. Okay, that's all I have to say about number three. Moving on to number four, just limit your negative inputs, right? Now that might be family and friends, uh, the people that you surround yourself with. Uh, Jim Rohn says um, the five people you spend the most time with, right? You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And so you have to be really mindful of who you surround yourself with, especially if they're negative. And then limit, you know, things like the news and just anything that you know triggers you, increases anxiety, worry, stress. Like why expose yourself to that often? right? So really limit that. That's all I have to say about number four. And then moving on to number five, find more. So this is the opposite, find more positive and encouraging people, right? So that could include uh, hiring a coach or a mentor, could include joining like a mastermind that we have uh, at Better Leaders, Better Schools. Or I'm excited to announce in December, I'm hosting yet again, another challenge, which is going to be awesome. Five days. It's called the Maximize your margin challenge. So if you're sick of putting in like 60 plus hour, you know, week work, work weeks, uh, if you're sick of just being always overstressed, not seeing your family, this kind of stuff, you could substitute all of that for better balance, better health, better mindset, all of it. I'll be teaching some things during the challenge. And you can go to betterleadersbetterschools.com slash margin to join that challenge. It's completely free. Right. So that's all I have to say about today. Just to summarize, and then I'm going to bounce five ways to improve your mindset, uh, grow your emotional intelligence, read books that motivate and encourage you, meditate more, limit negative inputs. And number five was find more uh, positive and encouraging people, join the mastermind, join the challenge. Uh, before you go in the comments, if you just put what your number one insight was, I would love to see what uh, served you best. And then please, please, please join that challenge. We'd love to serve you there. Bye for now. And go make a ruckus. Thanks for listening to the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast, Ruckus Maker. If you have a question or would like to connect, my email, daniel at betterleadersbetterschools.com or hit me up on Twitter at Alien Earbud. If the Better Leaders, Better Schools podcast is helping you grow as a school leader, then please help us serve more ruckus makers like you. You can subscribe, leave an honest rating and review, or share on social media with your biggest takeaway from the episode. Extra credit for tagging me on Twitter at Alien Earbud and using the hashtag BLBS. Level up your leadership at betterleadersbetterschools.com and talk to you next time. Until then, class dismissed.